Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. to another edition of Talking Out Loud, a Friday edition. Happy Friday to all you listeners out there. A massive, massive game tonight as your Dayton Flyers will be taking on the Loyola Chicago Ramblers for sole possession of second place in the Atlantic 10. So a massive game for our Dayton Flyers tonight. And they also played a game on Tuesday night against the Davidson Wildcats. And to no one's surprise, really, Dayton wins rather comfortably 80 to 66. Anthony Grant improves his record against Davidson to 9 and 0, which is quite impressive to beat a team nine consecutive times over your tenure. And Dayton in a game that they desperately needed. Uh, I tweeted after the game that, that that game was like a a cold drink on a hot summer day. And it truly was we needed to see Dayton kind of blow someone out and they did kind of started a little slow and then went on a massive run at the you know towards the beginning of the first half uh, after the under 16 timeout put distance between them and the Wildcats and just kind of put it on cruise control from there so uh, a performance that Dayton desperately needed every player that played extended minutes scored in double figures Jerron Holmes with 14 points Nate Santos with 10 Javon Bennett with 10 Enoch Cheeks with 15 Kobe Elvis with 11 and Kobe Brea with 17 to lead the team. So uh, a great performance by everyone, uh, top to bottom, great performance by the team, and and one that, as I said before, Dayton desperately needed. Meanwhile, the Loyola Chicago Ramblers, Dayton's opposition on Friday night, they lost in kind of humiliating fashion to St. Bonaventure. And so they're going to come in properly motivated. It'll be interesting to see how Loyola recovers from a game like that. It's the first time where... Uh, they've really been handled. Uh, they lost 79 to 64 on the road at St. Bonaventure. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they bounce back from that. But you look at 
Loyola's last results before that game. They beat Davidson, George Mason, George Washington, St. Joe's, Rhode Island, George Mason again, and then obviously lost to St. Bonaventure. So they haven't played the stiffest of competition, but there will still be a formidable opponent. But it's a game that I think Dayton should win and honestly kind of needs to win to keep building that confidence as we get into March, as the calendar turns over and we march on toward the Atlantic 10 tournament and then eventually the NCAA tournament. And it's not about whether Dayton will be in. It's about where they will be playing and what they will be seeded. And right now, a lot of projections have us anywhere from a, a six to an eight seed from what I've seen. So uh, if they keep winning, we'll probably hang around there. Uh, if they drop a couple games, it'll be interesting to see what happens to them. But they will be in the tournament. You don't need to worry about any of that. Uh, also today, uh, a little bit later, th this open is going to be kept pretty brief. Uh, I have Solomon, a.k.a. Black Rudy Flyer, on with me. As I stated in an episode a couple weeks ago, the beer giveaway will be continuing. It will be on March 8th against VCU, that Friday night game. Uh, details will be all over Twitter on the at Flyer Alum Flyby Twitter account. Uh, you can go to that to get all the details, and we also go over all the details with Solomon here in this episode. So he, he hopped on to kind of lay out how all of this was going to work, and then we kind of chopped it up about Dayton basketball for you know 15 to 20 minutes. So uh, without further ado, we are going to move it right on over to that, and that will be the remainder of this episode. Uh, I just want to take some time here to thank you all again for listening all season long. Uh, it truly is appreciated. It's been a lot of fun despite how frustrating it's been at times the last month, but brighter skies are on the horizon, folks. March is here. Uh, it is officially March. Uh, this is March, as uh, John Rothstein would say, that freaking weirdo. Uh, but yes, it, it's the most exciting time of the year if you're a college basketball fan, and I couldn't be more excited about it. So uh, without further ado, here's me and Solomon about the beer giveaway and just chomming it up about some Dayton basketball. Okay, we now welcome on Solomon, a.k.a. Black Rudy Flyer. You know him well in the Twitter streets. Uh, Solomon uh, came forward to me with the idea of keeping the beer giveaway going, and I thought that that was a fantastic idea. So, uh, Solomon, first, say hi to everybody, and what was your motivation to keep the beer giveaway going? Hello, this is Solomon, or Black Rudy Flyer, for all you people. Um so my motivation just to keep this going was I, I remember um, the first giveaway and um, and it just meant a lot. You know, I didn't have a house at the time, but I, I was. Had um, I got a chance to like that was when I first really met Sully. Um, I got a chance to like really talk it out, talk basketball, um, talk about how much the podcast really meant. Um, and it was nice to like have the alumni kind of do something for the students and i recognize it was also a special time too that you know 2019 season we all talk about it it's kind of getting annoying at this point but we all talk about it it was a special time like so sure all of that just really meant a lot at the same time yeah and, and i'm with you there and i think you know as someone who who went to school at ud as well i think the giving back you know we talk about giving back in your own unique way a lot of people donate a lot of money to the school. 
as someone who grad, you know, left school there only five years ago and is kind of working his way through life, this is my way to give back and some of the yeah. younger generation to give back in their own unique way. So we, me and Solomon both, when he reached out to me and said he wanted to keep it going, I did too. I just didn't really know if I wanted to front all the legwork. So he gracefully uh, offered to do all of that. So if you are a student listening to this, uh, this is what we need from you. The requirements are you must be following the at flyer alum flyby on account on Twitter. Again, that's at flyer alum flyby. Uh, you must be following and DM that account. Uh, you must send to the account a valid state issued ID that is 21 or over and a picture of your UD ID along with your house number and only one case per household. We can we only have so many hands. We can only do so much. So one one case per household. I know a lot of people have been screaming in the streets for wanting to. We're not going to allow that. Not this year, at least. We'll see how this year goes. Maybe next year, if you if you kids are good, we'll bump it up to two cases a household. Uh, if you're an alumni, or even if you just want to donate, you don't even have to be alumni if you if you want to donate. To donate, you can Venmo fifteen dollars or more, however however much as you please, to at ud alum flyby. Again, that is at ud-alum-flyby and how this is going to work how it's done how we've done it in previous years is we will buy all the cases of beer for all the students we will hand deliver it to all the students who have who've signed up have followed all the pre prerequisite requirements and then whatever we have left over we will be giving to tim's to run a tab for after the game so basically when the game ends students get your butts to to tim's drinks are on us for the limited time that and whatever money they have left over, I'm going to tell you now it goes fast. It goes very fast. So it's if you want to really get, fast. if you, yeah. if you want to get in on that Tim's money, you better get your, your Heinz over to the bar immediately. And so pretty much that's kind of everything there. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Drew BW. You can reach out to Solomon at black Rudy flyer at Solomon. What DC seven, something along those lines, you know, his Twitter account. Yeah. Seven can, he, he's 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 easily found and uh so yeah if you have any questions just uh, reach out to us you can reach out to the flyer alum flyby account uh we will open the donations today when you're listening to this on friday march 1st so if you are so inclined to donate please do it'd be much appreciated and if you are a student listening to this and you want a free case of beer sign up so that gets all of the beer giveaway stuff out of the way solomon let's talk some hoop shall we of course so I've heard a lot of different opinions about how this season is going. A lot of people have been very excited about this season. Some people are pessimistic about how Dayton has been playing the last month. I've kind of been somewhere in between. What's kind of been your whole read on this basketball team as we progress through the season and we head into March? It's been – I'm kind of like in your camp and in your zone. Um, I try to be as optimistic as possible. Um, I feel a lot better now that – it's all but a lock that Dayton's playing in March. That's been my biggest thing. Yeah. I, I I graduated. Well, I'm from the Dayton area. All through high school, I watched Dayton make the tournament. Like every year through high school, I, I still remember the shot going in against Ohio State sitting in, uh, I believe I was in biology, honors biology. <laughs> like that was, that was something that I've always remembered. And then I immediately pulled up on campus. I took the long route of college, so five and a half years. 
never saw a tournament. So like I, that was my biggest thing was just getting to March. Um, I, I it's so hard to even say this team shows a lot of talent and a lot of grace. You you see Nate Santos and you see Kobe Elvis, and if they have themselves a night with Duran, we're good. That is. Yep been my biggest take too yeah and it's it's been they are one of the most volatile Dayton teams we've ever seen mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement whether mom's into classic dress watches rare and refined ceramics or tried and true bestsellers movement has something she'll love and right now you can save big on the best mother's day gift ever with up to 50 percent off site-wide during movement's mother's day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In terms of like their good is very good. They can play with borderline just about anybody if they're playing at the top of their game, but their floor at the same time, when things aren't going well, shots aren't falling, you can get beat by George Mason. So that's kind of where they're at. You just kind of hope they can find some sustained success as they head into these very, very important matchups, notably tonight when you are listening to this uh, against Loyola Chicago and they attend tournament in the NCAA tournament and that, uh, and I'm with you there. And I think the fact that um, we are in the tournament, I've kind of found myself being a little bit more critical of how they've been playing regardless on if, whether they win or lose, you know, if, yeah. if they'd have won that game against George Mason, like, yeah, it would have been great that they won. But I also would have been saying pretty much the same things that I said on the podcast about how they went MIA for a seven-minute stretch, but they've done a good job of avoiding this year for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a tournament team, you, you the flaws are a lot easier to pick up than as opposed to when you're just scratching and clawing, trying to make it as they have been for the last three years. Um, you said you, you've, you're a Dayton resident. You've grown up in Dayton. You've been watching Dayton basketball for as long as you can remember. You talked about those tournament teams when, you know, that's when I was in school. I got to school the year after the elite eight run. So that my freshman year was when we played in the first four, you know, what, what was it about Dayton basketball that, that stuck out to you from a young age? You know, when did you start watching? When did you start really loving Dayton basketball? Um, so it's just something that you kind of grow up with in, in the area. Right. It's, um, so my mom is the one who really just started exposing me to like sports in general. Um, my mom used to be a statistician for her uh, small HBCU. So like she always had me passionate about um, sports. I can't even remember my watching my first date in basketball game. Um, it, it just always was something that I watched. Watched. Uh, when we won the NIT, I had the poster of us beating North Carolina, the newspaper poster, David Jablonski photo that he made even before I knew who he was on my wall. Like Dayton basketball just has been something that has flowed through me. Um, 
And then when I came to college, that was like one of the first things that I really did. I can't tell you which classes I went to freshman year, but I can tell you I went to nearly every sport from Dayton. Um, yep. I, my first game ever was Ball State. Uh, yep, I remember that one. Beater, like, I, I was in was the house a, for that one. Yeah, so it, that that's just Dayton's just been my thing. So yep. and yeah, fourth. And, yep, and you're right, and like that's kind of you know I'm same deal. I I just grew up. I couldn't tell you the first UD game I went to. I could tell you that it was probably in. 1999 when I don't really remember the first one I remember going to was probably like 2003 my dad's had season tickets my dad was a grad which I've talked about on the show before he's had season tickets since he graduated so I've been I've been to more Dayton basketball games in my lifetime than I can than I can even count uh do you have any favorite flyers from growing up uh Sands Obi Toppin and Jalen Crutcher since you were in school when they were at the peak of their power yeah um I mean Sounds really basic, but you just gotta go scooch. Like, yep. like that was my guy when I was in school. Scooch, man. Um, and then so if including the times that I actually was in school too, um, Trey, my mom. Yep. Funny story about Trey. My mom was preschool teacher of Trey. So like I, I bet she had her hands full. <laughs> yes there's i uh there was a picture of him and it was like my mom's like point out which one you think is trey and you could tell immediately like it was trey i i great dude great dude so trey scooch scooch really was the guy for me though yeah i'm i'm with you there scooch and kyle were you know when i was in school those were the two dudes that i i rode with uh like growing up I was a big Brian Roberts guy. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, of course. Uh, and uh, back in like my younger, my younger, younger days, uh, I'm hoping to have him on the show here soon. But Keith Wileskowski, just the the big white running down the court on, in 03, 04. Uh, Keith, Keith could ball. I, I think he was one. I think he was one of those players that was a little ahead of his time. Like if, if Keith Wileskowski was born like 10 years younger, I think he's probably an even better player than he was. And that's not to take anything away from what he did at UD. He was, he was very good when he played, but I think he was, uh, so he was just one of my favorites. Um, so, you know, any observations from Tuesday? I thought the team looked, uh, you know, I talked about it in my open, but they just looked rejuvenated a little bit. I think the six days off really, really helped them kind of recharge the batteries. Uh, Kobe Elvis, especially who's just been, struggling mightily the last several games and you just never know what you're going to get from him on a given night. But when he goes and he's playing well, this Dayton team is really tough to beat. Uh, do you kind of share those sentiments? Yeah, I, I share those sentiments. The, the observation that I took from that game was we needed that. We really needed big time. To, we needed to bust down a team. Like, yeah, it even at home, we've, we of course are undefeated, but like there's been times where it's like, um, what are we doing? Like I I I, I want a blowout here. I really like. Right. I miss, I miss the 2019 era of I'm checking out at half. Like it's right. it's over. Yeah. Like, but we really needed one of those blowouts. It it was worrying at the first 
minute and a half yeah of that first game four minutes like, but what is going on yeah but, you gotta like and and that is one thing i will say about basketball in general whatever basketball you're watching like i understand you want to you know quote unquote come out of the gates hot but sometimes you just got to feel out a game and if things aren't going well in the first three minutes just kind of relax what's my typical the way i i watch a basketball game is the the first four minutes like when you get to the under 16 timeout is when you can kind of assess like all right how what are we doing? What are how are we looking? It's when when you get to the under twelve. If things aren't great at the under twelve, that's yeah. when I start to worry. And Dayton pretty much after the under sixteen timeout, kind of figured out what Davidson was doing, found the counters to it, and then went on like it was a twenty two to four run. And another yeah. thing is Davidson, while they're not the worst team in the Atlantic Ten, I don't think I think there are te- plenty of teams worse than Davidson. And you know that's not really saying much. They're probably they're not a good team. But I think they are the easiest matchup for Dayton. I think yeah. Dayton matches up with them better than any team in the league. And I think if they played, if Davidson and Dayton played 10 times, I think Dayton wins 10 times. And I think they win by double digits nine times. And yeah. so it was, a, it was a, a favorable matchup. You know, I'm not running and screaming to the presses that we're going to the Sweet 16 because we beat Davidson by 16 at home. You know, it's, I'm not reacting like that. But as I tweeted after the game, it was like you said, it was a cold drink on a hot summer day because it was what they needed. They needed that confidence built before they head into Chicago on Friday for what is the biggest game of the season to date. And, you know, Loyola's coming off a, a drubbing against the yeah. Bonaventure. You don't like, and that's kind of the thing. Like, how are they going to respond? Are and they going to be, are they going to be up for it? Go ahead. That's what I was paying attention to the most off of that game. Like, I mean, I was into the game, and then once I halftime roll around, um, and I saw that, like, for the most part with our starters and their starters, you're not going to beat the 20-point deficit. I, like, started paying attention to that Loyola game, and, like, I had a – it's not a dreaded feeling because I know that we have more than the ability to win this game. Right. It was just, man, after a loss, you're playing at home, packed out – you pack out the arena, like, it's – it's going to be a much tougher game after a loyal loss than it would be after a loyal win. So, yeah, it, it's and it's a game that they have to have. Like, it's a game that they have to win. If you would just get yeah. bear, bear with me here for a second while I pull up the Atlantic 10 standings real quick, because now it's getting very it's getting very uh, crowded at the top between Dayton, Loyola and Richmond. So right now. Richmond is 13 and two. So they have a game lead on both Dayton and Loyola who are both 12 and three, obviously playing each other tonight. So in Richmond, let's see who Richmond has this weekend. So Richmond has, so Richmond and VCU play this weekend. So you have the top four teams in the league all facing each other. You have the number one and number four team and the number two and the number three team facing each other. So this is a big week to, to figure out where everybody's going to shake out in, uh, for the Atlantic 10 tournament. Obviously there is one more week. There's two more games left after tonight. So there's still plenty of room for, you know, maneuvering, but it's a massive yeah. game and, and Richmond and VCU also have massive games this week. So uh, it, we're kind of heading to that boiling point. It's kind of fitting that these games, well, are taking place on March one and March two. Uh, as, yeah. we, as we get going into the, you know, into the good stuff. You know, this is when this is when college basketball really, really steps it up a notch. So uh, it'll be interesting to see a big one. Um, 
as we said, um, the beer giveaway is is next week for the VCU game. We will be there. Yeah. Uh, we will be at the Sunoco uh, at one o'clock. Again, if you want to donate, the Venmo is at UD-alum-flyby. If you would like to come help pass out beers, if you've got a large vehicle to help us out, that would be great. Reach out to me or Solomon on Twitter. Uh, we will be happy to accommodate you and let you know what everything is, uh, how everything is going. So uh, I think that's about all I got for today, Solomon. Uh, do you have any final thoughts for the folks? Uh, I just want to say go Flyers. Um, for if you... For all of you who are listening who don't know who I am, um, once again, my name is Black Rudy Flyer, um, passionate fan of Dayton, uh, was on Red Scare for a little bit of time. Um, so Dayton through and through. Um, I'm also the president of the Zimmy Wokeji fan club. So go Zimmy. Um, go Zimmy indeed. Roll yours and let's have a game. Let's have a game. Let's have a day. Uh, as we said, the giveaway will be next Friday for the final regular season game of the year against VCU. We have two rules on this show. They're wear red. They're be loud. Let's go get us a W over there in Chicago tonight, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Flyers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.